Welcome to Victorious Living. A wrong attitude toward trouble and problems can hurt our faith more than the trouble and the problem does. Our attitude toward troubles and problems can hurt our faith as much as the problem or trouble itself if we don't know how to handle troubles and problems. So we have to understand how to do that. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us winning over worries, problems, and troubles. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares winning over worries, problems, and troubles. There are many, many, many things in life that creates these things for our life, and it's how we deal with these things as to how much effect they have on our life. And so, we know that, that the devil is in the earth, going to be here till, till, uh, till the Lord change him up and so forth. But he's here and he's a troublemaker. Amen. You know, you, you ever seen a person who's the troublemaker? Yes, sir. Uh, well, you, you, you know, you can <laughs> quit looking at your neighbor. <laughs> so trouble is a disturbance of one's mental calm and, he, and their contentment. And in this, it creates worry and distress, which creates acute anxiety or uneasiness in the mind. That's trouble. A problem, let me say it again, is any question or matter involving doubt or uncertainty in one's thinking, that is a problem. You say, where'd you get that definition? I got it from Mr. Webster. A wrong attitude toward trouble and problems can hurt our faith more than the trouble and the problem does. Our attitude toward troubles and problems can hurt our faith as much as the problem or trouble itself if we don't know how to handle troubles and problems. So we have to understand how to do that. Our attitude is a disposition of the mind or it is the predominant state of mind that will eventually be displayed in our emotions. Everybody's got some emotions. You know, uh, it's, uh, sometimes I've heard this statement say, well, you know, that person just is emotionalist. Well, that's not really true. Everybody has some emotions. So the mind is where we reason. The mind is where we think, we hope. The mind is where we think, it's where we perceive, it's where we judge the circumstances of our life. All of that occurs in the mind. So let me say it for you again. That the mind is where we reason, we think, we perceive, and we judge the circumstances of our life. If, if the mind is not renewed, we, we're going to judge then the problem greater than God. We, want, we wouldn't say it that way, 
but the attitude would reflect that. And so the mind is where depression comes to roost and then finds its way into our emotions. Depression, you know, maybe you've never dealt with depression. It's not an easy thing to, to, uh, to deal with depression, but guess what? There's billions of dollars that spent every year to medicate depression in right here in the United States of America. So the depression is not something that is unique to people. It is something that the devil uses and plans against us so in order to keep us from reaching the potential that God has placed in us. How many of you know you've got some potential? Now there's two, two types of, uh, of energies in this potential. One is kinetic and I forget what the other one was. What? Static and I don't know if that's it or not, John. Did you research it? Well, I don't know. But, but kinetic energy is energy in motion. Then you have an energy, I forget, I forget the word on it, which is potential. Amen. Potential doesn't mean that you're actually doing it or experiencing it. it. Potential is what could happen for you. Or potential is what what is in you, but until what's in you from God is put into action, it's just potential. It's potential energy. Amen. So that's why I believe, that's why James said, be doers of the word and not hearers only. So when trouble comes, our emotions are stirred within us. If you have, if you have a, uh, trouble, uh, it stirs uh, us emotionally. Fear, anger, anxiety, sadness, discouragement, remorse, jealousy, worry are common emotions that are in the human experience. Now, let me say it for you, for you again, because if, if I don't address this with my faith, then these things, these things will win in my life. So here, here are some of the emotions that are stirred within us when trouble comes. Fear, anger, anxiety, sadness, discouragement, remorse, jealousy, worry are common emotions that are in the human experience. And so at some point in time, we've all experienced one or more in a lifetime, one or more of those emotions. So the Bible, what does the Bible say? The Bible t tells us to be anxious for nothing. That's the antidote for it. Don't be, don't do that. Don't let those emotions linger in your mind and in your thinking that eventually reach your mouth, which eventually reaches your actions. Don't do that, he says. So the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, but rather to cast all of our cares on the Lord. You know, a lot of people cast them on the Lord, get in the presence of God and cast them on the Lord, but leave him, leave with, with the same thing. Cast all of your cares on the Lord. 
to fear not. That's what the Bible tells us. To be anxious for nothing, to cast all of our cares on the Lord, to fear not in our anger, don't sin. Uh-oh, in our anger, <laughs> don't sin. Do not worry about tomorrow. That's, that's how the Bible addresses any troubles or any problems that comes to our life. What is that? Let me say it again. In the human emo emotions, uh, then uh, the, the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, to cast all of our cares on the Lord, to have no fear, to fear not. In our anger, don't sin. Do not worry about tomorrow. That's what the Bible teaches us. But the human emotions can draw, can draw us away from what the Bible says, how to handle it. And so when we face trouble, it brings us to an effective state of consciousness in which we experience emotions. So we are all emotional people. We just display it in different ways. We just show it in different ways, you know. But we all have emotions uh, about us. All of these human emotions that I've just mentioned, when left uncontrolled, when, when, the, when the word of God has no part in these human emotions, uh, they will dictate the level of our walk of faith. These emotions, these, these emotions that are anti to what the God's word says when left in us will absolutely bring your faith to naught. And uh, even though a person might say, well, I'm a believer, I'm believing, I'm confessing or whatever, as long as these negative emotions remain in our mind and in our thinking, it's gonna blunt our faith. It's gonna block our, our faith. And so instead of, instead of judging to try to find out why God hasn't done something, should we not come back over here on our side and look for what we haven't done. And if we can spot what we haven't done, then that answers the question as to why God hasn't done. And so our mind sets the attitude or the mood that we find ourselves in any point of time. Did you ever see a person with a bad mood? Did you ever hear the statement, well, they're just a moody person. We've all heard these statements have, well, what does that mean? That's a mindset. They've let their mind go there. All the while trying to walk by faith. And then all the while wondering why their faith's not working. And so there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into what I'm saying to you today where winning over worry and problem, problems and troubles are concerned. Amen. The world in itself presents us problems. We are faced with problems. No person is self-sufficient within themselves alone because the flesh cannot be trusted. Your flesh can't be trusted. That's why your flesh has to be crucified. 
because you can't trust it, because you don't know how you're gonna respond when trouble knocks on your door. You don't know what kind of emotion is going to, you're gonna have in times when trouble knocks on your door. How do you greet it? Do you open the door and say, come on in, have a seat. Would you like something to drink? Or do we keep the door closed? And see, when, when all of these things are happening, your mind is playing this significant role of whether you're here in your mind or whether you're here in God. And so a lot of people, I'm going to say it again because it's true. A lot of people have heard their mind about themselves that they think is from God and is not. It comes right out of their mind. Amen. Amen. We was having such a good time while ago, wasn't it? What, whoever and whatever we are, we are ultimately dependent upon whoever and whatever has control of our mind. Let me say that for you again. Because these are keys. You see a lot of, in the faith count today, you see a lot of people are not winning. A lot of people are not overcoming. I talk to a lot of people first and last uh, from time to time. And there, there, there are some ministers that we, I have conversations with, they're not winning. It's our hope that today's message, Winning Over Worries, Problems, and Troubles, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896 Again that number 1-800-842-7896 If you would like a free CD of today's message please request offer number 12 This week's special offer number is 12 From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living <laughs>